What's up, guys? It's your girl, Adiola, also known as Miss I Survived Homecoming. There you go. There you go. It's your boy, Kyrie. And Homecoming is upon us, or yeah. is it? Uh, we'll yeah. kind of see. There's a lot going on, but but let's get into it. Yeah, this homecoming was really interesting. But Kyrie, I just had a couple of questions. What are your red flags? You've been seeing it all over Twitter, and I just had to know, like, what are some of yours? I'm saying, I, I definitely like the funny ones. Um, I know some for me, I saw one that was like, only season my food with salt and pepper. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. definitely, definitely yeah. red flag. Like, if that comes out of somebody's mouth, I know to avoid them at all costs. There was also one that was like, I put sugar on grits. And you know, that's, a great debate, but we all know what sugar does not belong on, and that is grits. But anyway, Eddie, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that must be my red flag then. Um, <laughs> the sugar on grits. So sorry, not sorry, but so sorry. Um, I think one of my red flags. I saw one that was like <laughs> sleep, sleep with socks on, um, because oh. honestly, like sleep with socks. How do you do that? I be feeling like I'm trapped. Like my feet get so hot. I don't know. That's just like, how do you sleep with socks? I think I actually usually sleep with socks on. You sleep with socks on? I'm cold. I get cold. But I'm like, you got a blanket. Yeah, but still. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, red flag. Red flag right there. Another, you know what? Another red flag for me will be that that? you don't listen to this podcast. You you don't listen to the podcast. Red flag. You don't listen to this podcast. It's giving red flags everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) So we know as black people, we always got this like secret family remedy that we use to like cure colds. What is one that your family has used? I know, um, I feel like we're, my family's pretty basic with it. You know, we get the Canada Dry. You know, we was going mm-hmm. crazy when they came out with that Canada Dry bowl. Mm-hmm. You know how to get them that, that extra. Yeah. But, um, you know, like the soups, the Vicks, you know, all that. And I'll definitely, you know, that rest. My mom always told me mm-hmm. to get that rest. That's number one. Couldn't do anything else until I got better. What about you? For me, like, I'm Nigerian, and I know all my African and Caribbean listeners know that WhatsApp will really have your parents, like, putting together all types of ingredients to drink, and you'll be good. I know when COVID hit, like, my mom was saying she found this, like, remedy on WhatsApp that people were sending around, and she was making us drink it. But I'm not going to lie. Like, I definitely feel like that kind of helped a little bit. I'm like, okay, mom, but you snapped with this little concoction you created. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I definitely would think that, you know, something like that would work, but yeah. um, I know my mom always makes, like, soup and stuff, so, you know, black people, they gonna, they gonna find a way. They gonna find a way. But this week also, we dropped our cross colors ads. Ah, I've been loving like all the responses we've been getting on it. The graphics look amazing. We look good. Like, how are you feeling about it? I'm saying exactly like we were looking good. Great feedback from everybody. I've had, you know, a whole bunch of friends come up to me and say, you know, they listened in and thought it was super cool. So, you know, I'm definitely um, liking it and hoping to keep it going. Yes, yeah, super excited that it's all out. And I hope everyone is giving this podcast a listen because it's definitely worth tuning into. And with that being said, let's just start the show. There you go. The amount of swag is just limitless. Like the things that these young people can do. Everybody, we're coming at you live from the yard. 
That's right, with the realest, illest, and trillest conversations on all things HBCU culture. So let's get into this campus and world news. How are university students protesting? My Lord, it has been something else. But you know what? It's not even anything new. Like, this is just a cycle. Like, we continue this all the time. And yes, it has really been draining the students. It's really sad that we're fighting for basic human rights, like, comfortable living and housing situations. But you know something I'm really proud about with Howard students is that we're not going to settle and like be silent about it. And I think it's also caused like an uproar in like other HBCUs also facing unhealthy living conditions. Like I have a friend who literally told me um, that she was taking a shower at her HBCU and a cockroach (laughs) fell out of the shower head. I kid you not. I kid you not. I kid you not. I will definitely say this year, I personally haven't had a lot of problems worth I'm at, but I know freshman year, like our little living situation in Drew, we had like um, communal showers and like one didn't have a shower head. Mm-hmm. Um, one was like a handicapped one. So the shower head was like two feet off the ground. Couldn't use that one. Mm-mm. Definitely seemed like brown reservoir water was coming out of it. Um, <laughs> I guess that's where the water comes from or something. Yes. Um, hopefully not. And then the I last one that was the possible option, um, the shower from above you actually dripped down onto you. So, um, yeah, that was, you know, kind of pick, it, pick your poison kind of at that point. But anyway, back to the protest. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're like 12 days in or something. And it's mm-hmm. crazy because administration's out here posting about, you know, like homecoming and stuff and all this mm-hmm. other stuff acting like. They don't know what's currently happening. So, yeah, it's crazy because it's like you have all this money to put homecoming together. And we know that takes a lot of money, but you don't have the money to fix the basic things that need to be fixed for your students. Like two plus two is four, but something ain't adding up right here. So I'm just really praying that Howard and I know it's like not even just Howard, but it's like all HBCUs and all schools in general, like just get it together and have the fact like their students in mind that we need to give them comfortable living situations for them to be the best students that they can possibly be. But thinking about the students, Nick Cannon currently paid off student debt for seven college students. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, like seven is a lot. You had that up. even for Howard, like that's. 100k each like that's that's close to a mil probably but um you know it's kind of funny because freshman year i think he was actually in one of my friend's classes you know attending um at howard university and i thought that was kind of cool and funny at the same time but um you know they were saying he was helping out with the uncf and tmcf mm-hmm. and i know they got me right you know with all my scholarship stuff you know once i got it so you know something you definitely love to see yeah nick cannon was actually in one of my classes i remember oh, him wow. sitting there and i was like now nick you do your homework tonight so I don't I don't know if you you know, um, but he's he's I'm happy he's doing something good, like paying off the student debt. I know people always coming for Nick for his tendency to multiply, um, but at least he's he's paying off current existing people's students debt and doing something good towards them. So we love to go. see it. Something also being done amazing for um, some college students and just students in general, like a former Nick Nike designer um, plans to open the first HBCU dedicated to design. Now, I love this. I totally, totally, totally love it. But I feel like people be forgetting HBCU stands for Historically Black College University. And so maybe we can just say plans to open the first Black college. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But I love it. Like, I love the whole concept of it. I love it. 
Right. And especially the um, area, you know, it's starting up in Detroit, you know, a predominantly black area, especially in mm-hmm. the north, you know, um, that for our, they don't have a lot of HBCUs, a lot of them, you know, are focused in the south and, you know, kind of um, like lower south, east, east coast. So, you know, it's definitely something we'll love to see. And I'm really, you know, excited for all they have going on. Yeah. Like overall, like I feel like I love seeing people give opportunities to black creators. Like we're the reason that pe- things get popping and like all like, you know, Nike, like when you see black people rocking Nike, like it looks different than any other person. Like we make it pop. Like we add that swag, we add that culture, that fire to it. So to see people actually putting back dollars and opportunities and resources into the communities of those who are actually building um, the brand, I feel like is really exciting to see. And I know design, like, there's just so many great black designers out there who I feel like would really benefit off this opportunity. So yeah. shout out to them because I'm excited to see what's going to come out of it. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I really thinking about it. I'm like, dang, like Nike probably wouldn't even be, you know, what it is right now without, you know, black people in black culture. So, message, you know, just that little, you know, they we deserve that plug. I'll tell you that. Exactly. And like, we all know HBCUs really produce some of the best, like, future leaders, creators, like activists. And currently in the U.S. news, in the top 10, HBCUs have landed on the top 100 university list. Like, it's it's an honor and a privilege. It really is an mm-hmm. honor and a privilege. Mm-hmm. And actually to, um, you know, kind of shout some of those out, we had, you know, Spellman, Howard, Xavier, Hampton, Morehouse, Tuskegee, FAMU, NCAT, mm-hmm. Fisk, um, Claflin, um, you know, just a handful of schools, just, um, you know, just naming the top 100 and you definitely love to see it. And, you know, we're also growing. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're working towards the top. As yeah. You know. and I, I never want anybody to be like discouraged that an HBCU doesn't set you up for success in the future. Like yeah. that is far from the truth. And I really feel like a lot of the people we see who are like making the world move and in the direction of like great change mm-hmm. are literally products from HBCU. So right. keep that in mind. Okay. We, we might be having struggles and we current students are fighting for the future students at HBCUs to not have to deal with that. But HBCUs do breed a lot of amazing black talent. So exactly. And I, I, would that. Say, I would say, um, and I feel like HBCUs specifically, you know, definitely help um you know black people succeed in ways you know like a pwi can't right because i feel like they give you like an education that's like made for success if you're like a white person per se but like hbc mm-hmm. is you prepared as a black person you know how to navigate you know these different areas what you got to do to be successful so you know um you know definitely for the culture and i would definitely you know recommend the hbcu to anybody yeah, like the HBC experience, you literally can't get from anywhere else. Nope. You just can't. Um, but talking about schools um, and communities and Brenton Harbor, a predominantly Black community in Michigan, is finally getting new lead-free water pipes after three years of a water crisis. That is just sad. Like, why did it take three years for me to get lead-free water? Like, But are we surprised? Like... For those who do not, do not know, or maybe do not think about it, environmental racism, especially towards the black community, is a very big thing in really all areas of the U.S. Like, and this it is just a small example of it. Like, I know a good example. Um, I always use when it comes up is like 
um, you know, liquor stores in every corner, um, not having a lot of, you know, fresh produce at like grocery stores and a lot yeah. of these black neighborhoods and having, you know, corner stores with like junk food and stuff. And, you know, the conditions they leave, um, you know, like infrastructure around everywhere, you know, streets and sidewalks not getting, um, you know, repaired correctly and stuff. So hopefully, you know, we can get, you know, the stuff addressed and hopefully not even have it happen in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it's all from systemic racism. Like, you know, they set us up in ways where we won't succeed. And it's like, we can't do anything about it except try to fight against it. And so I'm happy that, you know, they finally are getting lead free water, but there's still tons of communities who are not afforded the proper resources that they need to live healthy and safe lives. And so I'm just hoping that we can continue to, as a Black community to fight for equal and comfortable living situations, because there's no reason why certain areas in D.C. are still suffering from lack of certain resources while gentrification is very much so on the rise. Like, you can literally go to some parts of D.C. and then walk, like, five minutes more and be like wait am I still in the same area I was in because they literally like will gentrify the complete mess out of an area and forget all about the black community that's like right down the street so or take the black community and gentrify it so it's crazy because then we like have to move out because you know the prices and just again it's just set up to fail like the system is set up for us to fail so (sighs) let's just hope that things will get better the new cross colors collection indeed homie our cross colors has a new hbcu collection dropping this month look at you friend on it cross colors is showing love to the hbcu community this fall with the homecoming collection hoodies joggers tees hats all the looks and we love to see it make sure y'all check out crosscolors.com for all the fire looks you need to stay fresh on campus this fall or you can find them at your nearby Nordstrom, Foot Locker, Foot Action, Champs, Zoomies, or Tillies. Now back to the show for pop culture. Let's talk about Summer Walker's album reveal. So I know she just dropped the single. Um, and there's been a lot of controversy from the girls. The girls were ready to cry. They were ready to have the tissues, um, the tissue box emptied out. They were ready to be broken down. But Summer did something different. She kind of gave us like a little, a little dance bop. And I'm I'm very intrigued to see what this album is gonna give. Yeah, for sure. And I know, um, I don't know if you did, but you saw the little hard drive box and um mm-hmm. New York City for that. I thought that was pretty cool. And there were people trying to um she made like a competition to see, you know, if like who could break into the um the little like glass box if they could get um you know the hard drive with the music on it but um i think finally someone actually did and uh you know ran away with it but you know we're definitely yeah. excited to see, you know see um ready for the drop yeah i'm super excited i know i know me and i know tons of other people are ready to listen to sierra's prayer because what what was the prayer you said please let us know um we need to know um, but I think in terms of music too, like Adele dropped her first single in five years. Easy on me. I have been an Adele fan since 19. Like Adele really is one of those people who are just like, dang, like you, your voice ages like fine wine. And Easy on me really was like, yeah, she's coming. She's coming. I feel like the music that's set to drop, like, is exciting. 
Yeah, I remember my mom used to blast, um, you know, some of her music in the car, and it was, mm-hmm. it was definitely a vibe. I'll tell you that. I get you in your feelings a little bit, but um, I don't know. She's on the soundtrack for like um, James Bond movie. I forgot which one it was, but um, it was definitely a really nice, um, you know, really nice intro for the movie. But we're definitely, you know, ready to hear. It. You know, been ma- marinating for five years, so. Yeah, it's listen. She's been through divorce. She said that the album's about divorce on the Instagram live she was on, and so I just know that she's about to pour all her emotions that she has stirred up in them five years into this album. So we're ready. We are ready. But on the topic of music, still, Essence becomes the first Nigerian song to land on the Billboard Hot 100 list. And coming from a Nigerian herself, um. I'm shocked that this is the first Nigerian song because Afrobeat really is like, whew, let me just, Afrobeat is different. You know, I grew up on it. And so to know that this is the first song to be on Hot 100, I feel like every summer there's like one song. Like I know Joanna was like, I think some, like the song before Essence that everybody was playing. Um, and then like Fall, Davido, like, there's always that one song for someone who like always listen to Afrobeat. I'm like, no, there are tons of songs I feel like deserve to be on the Billboard Hot 100 list. Yeah, I definitely think that's crazy. That was the, um, you know, the first one, like you were saying, I definitely thought those would have made it. But, uh, you know, we're definitely glad to see, you know, someone finally made it on. And I know um, that was definitely one of, if not the song of the summers, you know, kudos, kudos, sir. Definitely. Um, Cardi B and 21 Savage. Let's talk about their birthday parties because I recently saw that Cardi had her Caribbean theme party. 21 had a freak Nick party. Also, let's talk about the fact that 21 was also in cross colors gear in his 21, um, his party. So I'm just like, okay, cross colors making an appearance. But um, yes, their parties definitely look lit. Wish I had an invitation, but I love seeing celebrities just like have fun um, and just like dress up. And it's not that they look normal because, of course, like the money that was put into the parties, like I could not afford. But it's just it's just fun to see. Like I know Doja also had a um, costume slash Halloween theme party. Everyone was in their costumes. So it was just like, oh, I love to be celebrating with you on the other side of the camera, as in like I'm I'm sitting in my bed, um, watching rich people enjoy themselves. But yeah, yeah, for sure, I definitely get it. But um, and the gifts too, you know, they always have these like crazy giant um gifts. I forgot um, Offset for Cardi B's birthday this year actually gifted her a whole mansion. I'm like, yeah, that's who's gonna do that for me? Big gift. <laughs> these yeah, celebrity it's, gifts it's, are no joke yeah it's it's no joke at all I feel like someone's always getting a new car some new land a new house like it's like y'all don't just give people cards with some money in it anymore like we don't we don't do that anymore the standard is just really set it's really set high um but yeah I love that for them but also talking about celebrities Facebook set to ban all content that sexually harasses celebrities as part of their new harassment and bullying policies. And you know what? I'm here for this. I think I understand that celebrities are put in this light and they should be, you know, they should expect to get certain comments made about them. But at the same time, I feel like celebrities are still humans. You know, they still deserve respect. They still deserve to be treated 
with such respect and dignity. Um, and, you know, when you're online and you tapping away, like people forget, lose their minds and say everything and anything, but we really never see how that actually affects the celebrity. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, I definitely want to make sure that they're left alone because, you know, they're people just like us and they just, most of them, you know, just want to have, you know, regular lives and not, you know, be too much in the public eye or even if they are, you know, not have um, too much scrutiny or even like, you know, some of the people that are doing this, you know, to them kind of, you know, putting extra stress on their life where, you know, obviously right. they already have a lot of stress. So, right. You know, I'm definitely with it too. And it's like, even on this topic, like people always feel the need to comment on Lizzo, for example, and comment on her body and fashion her all the time. And a lot of people in the industry are affected by this, not even just fashion, but also just commenting on people's bodies all the time. I saw something, Corley Ray is too skinny and Meg is built too strong and Lizzo is too big. Like y'all are never content with anything. So why not just mind your business? You know, like it's, it's to a point where it's like y'all always, like what is perfect to y'all? Cause there's always gonna be an imperfection in somebody. Um, and I even know like Khloe Kardashian, she recently said how she's trying to keep true away from certain words, like people calling her big and instead just saying she's tall. And at first I will admit, I was a little confused. Like I remember being called big, but like I, I knew that wasn't like me actually being big more so like, oh, she's getting so big, like growing up. Um, but I have a friend who's super tall and um, let me not say super because she's listening to this. She's tall, <laughs> but um, she mentioned how being called big made her think like, is she actually like big in size or big in height? And it does cause some insecurities. And I think it's interesting that, you know, we always have to be mindful of our words because certain things can be said and you don't recognize how it actually affects the person on the receiving end. Yeah, and I feel like it's just like, if you don't have anything nice to say, like, just don't say anything at all. Like, this really is not that hard. And I feel like a lot of it, too, comes maybe from people's, like, personal, you know, insecurities. Mm -hmm. And then maybe somehow thinking it'll make them feel better, you know, if they talk about somebody else. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely, like, no reason, no need. And, you know, that's just somebody else living their life. And, yeah. you know, you should you should just live yours no matter what. Yeah. But I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about Drake versus Michael Jackson. I feel like this is a conversation that happens all the time. Why? I don't know. They are two different people. But I think the competition with awards, like who's breaking more, um, is always a debate. But in your opinion, who is the greatest of all time? Would Drake be your choice or would Michael Jackson be your choice? Right. I'm definitely saying like everything. Why does everything always have to be a debate? And like, different. I get there like kind of like the two kind of generational like pop, you know, like moguls. But mm -hmm. I'll definitely say I'll definitely say Michael got it down. Drake. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I don't like to compare. But if I did, I would say Michael. Yeah, I personally do not like to compare either. I feel like Michael and Drake lived in two different times where music was just totally different in um, the, both of the eras, right? So we can't era, so we can't really compare. Um, but if you want to compare, let's compare. Just kidding. Um, Michael can dance. I'm just going to say that. Drake, we trying. I feel like he will never live down Hotline Bling. Like, he will never live that down. That choreography, I feel like, was iconic for how bad it was. Like, it wasn't bad, but, like, it's not 
how do I explain this without very Drakeish? It was very Drakeish, right? Drake. It was very on brand for Drake. Drake has a brand, um, and it was very on brand for him. Michael be dancing. That that he he did choreography. You know what I'm saying? Drake be hit his little Drake step. Michael be doing choreography. Uh, So like, let me even put it this way: like, Moonwalk is Michael, but what do we have for Drake? Yeah. True. I'll just say it like that. I'll say it like that. Like, I just think Michael was iconic. But honestly, both of them are amazing artists in their own individualistic ways. So let's just uplift the talent. But I have another question. Who has the best verse on no hands? I mean, I feel like the biggest part is kind of regardless the chorus. I mean, everybody knows the chorus. Come on. Yeah. Let's go the chorus like. Everybody knows that, but I will say on a lot of these songs, when everybody's turning up and stuff, they usually only play like maybe the first minute and a half in that block of verse. People, people be going nuts to that. I will say that. <sighs> That's really interesting. Um, I personally love Wale. I've always I just I just been a Wale fan. Like I love Wale. Like even his little snap, I said, look, my no and I don't uh, like. We we all just vibe to that part, like on TikTok. That's the part everybody took out, and you know the the part that people take out on TikTok is the most significant part. So I feel like Wale was the most significant part, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I I think the whole song was like it couldn't have been done without everybody. So exactly, oh, yeah, for sure. My favorite was Wale. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, but kind of like you were saying, regardless, it is definitely guaranteed to get wherever you are at T and jump in. I know that for sure. Yeah. It, oh, listen, when that song come on, you already know. You already know it's about to be a good time. <laughs> we know. The real question is, who held it down on ASAP Rocky's F problems? That's the real question. You know, for me, it's definitely Kendrick. I feel like Kendrick's cadence was just... I just, but maybe I'm biased because I just love Kendrick Lamar, like, in general. Like, his cadence was just, just something else. You know, I was actually thinking about it. I was going to say Kendrick or Drake before, but I don't know, ASAP Rocky, he's kind of, anyway. I would say his verse, his verse, if you really think about it, was kind of nice, too. And I mean, it was his song. It was his song. It is nice. I would say it was kind of the same. Like everybody needed to be there. Yeah. Um, you know, and hold their part. But yeah, I would definitely say Kendrick had, you know, Kendrick brought his his goatness to the song. I'll say that. Well, I hope y'all listening are able to tell us who y'all think had the best verse on No Hands and FM Problems. Let us know. Let us know. Sure. Kyrie, did you hear about the latest HBCU games? Yeah. Uh, ben knew about that. Two words. HBCU game day. Pause. Don't you mean three words? Um, okay. Per my Google search, it says that game day is a whole two words. If you're so good at Google searches, why don't you ever know anything about sports? Ooh, what's that, friend? Whether you say in two words or three, HBCU Game Day is your one-stop shop for all things black college sports. Now getting into athletics. The Lakers, Wizards, and Trailblazers 
ended the preseason with zero wins. Is that really significant? In my opinion, I will say preseason doesn't really matter. Well, it does matter to help, you know, players get, you know, more acclimated into the new season. But, you know, when it comes to, like, records and stuff, half the starters don't even play anyway. It's more for, you know, getting them warmed up. You know, some of the rookies and younger guys, you know, getting them, you know, ready for that next level. And, like, they're just two games in. You know, they're just they're just getting acclimated, um, you know, into the game. And speaking about getting acclimated into games, I know fantasy football is definitely a really good way um, for some people to get into football. And um, this year, fantasy football has seen an all-time high in participation. Adiola, do you partake in any type of fantasy football? Or do, would you ever see yourself? Um, no. Tell you, let me tell you, me in sports, um, we just we just we have an interesting relationship. Like I I love watching basketball, like I do, I enjoy it, I enjoy the excitement. I also love watching soccer and I do like watching football, but do I do willingly? No, it kind of just has to be on while I'm in the room. I'm not gonna turn it on myself. The only fantasy football that I have is the fantasy of meeting of Russell Wilson. That's my fantasy of football. That's my that's, fantasy. That's a good one. That's a good that's one. That's my fantasy. That. And, <laughs> and fantasy teams, they are a lot of work. I'll tell you that. Like, I played since um, probably I first started watching football, maybe when I was, like, around 10 years old. But this year, you know, the team got hit hard with injuries and we're not doing so well. But, you know, uh, you know, hopefully we can bounce back once, you know, get some of my guys back and maybe make this chip run. But, um, you know, staying within football, HBCU football playoff predictions, you know, are starting to come in as the season, you know, it's kind of winding, winding down. And we have, um, you know, Norfolk State at the top of MEAC, mm-hmm. um, you know, but that second spot is is pretty wide open with SC State, North Carolina Central, Dell State, and kind of Howard and, you know, similar standing for that second spot. So we'll definitely have to see, you know, um, how that ends up. And then in um, the SWAC East, we have Jackson State and FAMU fighting for, you know, that number one seed. And, you know, excited to see how that um, that finishes. And then in the West, we have um, Prairie View and Alcorn at the top in a similar battle. So, um, but, you know, with anything, the season's not over. So, you know, any of those, any of those areas could change. This is also exciting for you guys who love sports. Um, so... <laughs> So excited. Continue those predictions and let us know who y'all predict are going to take that number one spot. For sure. But now for our favorite section, HBCU Confessions. Kyrie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you look for them this week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me pull it up right quick. It's, you know, it's just, it's just too many of these. And they're so, they just get, they just get crazy and crazy. They do. It gets um, interesting. interesting. But, but let me do this one. Um, my ex, who I'm still friends with, has the OnlyFans. I subscribed to show support, and my girlfriend found out. She's been ghosting me ever since. Why is she always gonna make a big deal out of nothing? Every single day, this app shows me why I need to delete it. Twitter shows me every single day why I need to delete it. Um, I'm I'm with the girlfriend. Why why are you why are you lurking? Like that's like. That's like you constantly opening up someone's Instagram story every single day to see someone post every single day. Like, am I not enough? That would be my question. What, 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 what's your opinion? How do you feel? I'm saying like, she's your ex. Like there's, okay. So there's two ways you go about this, right? 
like either have a closer relationship with your ex. I don't know. It sounds like maybe how we get like back together. Um, or you could focus on your current girlfriend. Right. Maybe kind it's of leave your option. ex as your ex. I don't know. Yeah. It's giving option B. Um, I just feel like y'all constantly find ways for there to be drama in your lives. Y'all could live such drama-free lives, but y'all constantly find ways to include drama in your story, constantly. And so this could have all been easy. Um, she's not making a big deal out of nothing and you deserve to be ghosted. In fact, how about you make your ex your girlfriend now? Since that's what you want to do, go back to your ex. That's what I say, go back. Because you obviously are not over it. Hey. But at least he's supporting a black business. We'll have to see it. You know what? You know what? We're done for today. We're done. We're done. <laughs> that definitely takes the cake. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but tune in every week to hear what your favorite HBCU, HBCU students have to confess. So now, before we close out, we want to leave you with a major key to success. Another one. This week, we have making a plan. <sighs> making a plan is really vital. It's really, is like vital, honestly, to success. I feel like with anything, I mean, sometimes it's nice to just go out there and just do it off of, of, a, off of a limb. But like, I think planning is really key to planning for success and planning for failure and planning where you might need to like take a little detour because you already yeah. planned it out. Um, especially in college, like I think the last episode or one of the episodes we just recently recorded was um, plan for the unexpected. But if you don't plan, how do you already have the unexpected factor in? So yeah. it's just you need to plan for everything. Always make a plan. Exactly. And then there's just like the different areas of a plan, right? Maybe like, you know, maybe your specific you know idea of what you have. I don't know, be a goal, you know, mm -hmm. kind of a timetable attached, you know, a way to... Um, you know, show your progress. And I know a big part of it too is um, to reward yourself, you know, when you make those big, um, you know, like leaps and accomplishments along the way. So, you know, um, a part of a plan is planning the plan. So make that a plan. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hold on. Cause I just, that was, let's snap that one up. That was great. That was great. Y'all hear my co-host? Y'all hear him? I think that yeah, made sense. That yeah. But yes plan <laughs> honestly making a plan is super vital so go get y'all a planner and start making them plans for the week but sure. we really hope that you guys you guys are able to apply this to your life and make it a daily routine to be the best version of you well the time has come folks yes indeed it has make sure that you tune in next week for the culture H -H -H -BC. You, 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 you know. And we are out. Bye.